began my vegan journey about two years back and that was a journey when I was specifically looking for options for improving my diet but more importantly that was a time when I started looking at various material online and that's when I was looking at various options for myself. While I started my vegan research I came across a lot of material online and that material guided me with what I can do with my vegan journey and I decided to take my journey one step at a time. In my case this wasn't something that I was trying to do for the first time. I was 18 when I first tried to become vegetarian and that was a time when I had read literature about animal cruelty. Specifically, I had read the autobiography of Mahatma Gandhi. That prompted me to look at my diet and that's when I decided that I am not going to contribute towards the cruelty towards animals. That was the reason why I decided to become vegetarian. I was not exposed to cruelty in the dairy industry back then. My exposure was very simple. We have to kill animals to eat them. That was the starting point for me at the age of 18 when I was still living with my parents. It was difficult to transition very quickly and I was not sure if I will be able to successfully transition from being a meat eater to a full-time vegetarian. First problem was whether I'll have the conviction to continue on this journey myself for the rest of my life. Yes, at that stage I was thinking of being vegetarian for the rest of my life. But the second problem also was will my family support? So I decided to take it one step at a time. I decided let me start by removing one item from my diet at a time. So initially I said no meat and I continued to have eggs. So I became an eggitarian and I gave myself one year's time and I said if I can do this successfully for one year with my vegetarian diet, then I will transition into a full-fledged vegetarian diet, which is then getting rid of eggs as well. After staying away from meat for one year, and that wasn't a very difficult decision to act on for me because I was convinced by the cause that I was supporting. After remaining a vegetarian for a long time, somewhere I convinced myself that when I left India, when, when I went overseas, I convinced myself that the animals there are not badly treated and it is alright and I started having meat once again. It was partly my conviction that maybe in a western world animals are better treated and partly it was driven by convenience. Um, it was um, very difficult to be the only vegetarian person in the family. So from all kind of conveniences perspective, I became gradually became non-vegetarian for a brief period of time. And then when I came back to India, again, I was doing more research and that research essentially told me that it really does not matter which country you live in. Is the same situation everywhere. You are always likely to run into stories of animal cruelty. The industry itself is based on cruelty towards animals. I mean, how can you take life of another living being without involving cruelty, without invo involving consent? Nobody wants to die. And whether you are human or any other form of animal, you want to live and you have feelings and you feel pain as much as um, humans do. So from that perspective, I decided to become 
vegetarian again. I became vegetarian and I also became uh, vegan for same reason almost as I had become vegetarian to start with, which is cruelty towards animals. My experience with veganism has taught me one thing that not only it is good for animals, but it is good for the environment and it is good for your own health. That has been my experience with veganism so far, no matter how much I read, all the evidence that I come across show me the same truth, which is veganism is absolutely a win-win-win situation for the environment, for our own health and for animals. And there is no reason why everyone should not at least consider reading up on vegan diet and reading up on plant-based diet. And there is a lot of debate around veganism versus plant-based food and all other egoms that people come to think about. And I try to keep it as simple as possible. My thinking there is that one should always do those things which they think is right for themselves and right for others as well. That's how I see any kind of diet and that is the only solution, only situation where I see people should always keep one aspect of their thinking in mind which is simply look at the impact of their actions on the environment and say how can they change their actions so as to impact the environment in a positive way and this may sound like an idealistic way of thinking but unfortunately at the juncture at which we as a planet are standing we don't have a choice we are looking squarely into the eyes of climate change and that climate climate crisis is definitely something that we will have to face um, sooner or later in fact rather um, than waiting for fixing the climate issues we should be taking proactive actions that's my personal belief and i always think that the impact that each individual can have that can only be had by by one individual to start with only then we can collectively impact the environment in a positive way and that is where i believe that i should not worry about how much impact I'm making as long as I'm making any kind of impact at all. With that, I come to the next part of um, the reason for this uh, podcast specifically, which is when I talk to people and I haven't spoken to a lot of people because I am kind of starting on this journey pretty much. Um, and many people have walked the path before me many, many times and they understand the process much better than I do. My personal feeling is if we are in this process, we are in it together. And some of the objections that I always come across of against veganism and what people should be doing, should not be doing, why they don't want to follow vegan diet or the why, why they want to continue with their current meat-based choices. And I've come across multiple objections, multiple concerns people have. I have shortlisted top three. The first objection typically is people say, oh, I, I am an animal lover. I, I am a non-vegetarian, but I am an animal lover. Uh, these people typically have a pet at home, a dog, cat, or some other pet. And they believe that having a pet makes them an animal lover. Sure, it does make them an animal lover to an extent that they are looking after their pet and they mostly are very responsible pet owners or pet parents and they are looking after their pets very well. When you look at the diet 
of these people or when you look at the overall lifestyle so not just the diet not just the non-vegetarian food that they consume but also the fact that you are also buying animal products like leather belts and fur and honey and so on and silk saris you are contributing to animal cruelty because all these products are born out of animal cruelty there is a form of animal torture animal exploitation that's involved in making these products no animal wants to die and no animal will willingly say hey why don't you take my skin and make a nice bag out of it it never is the case and think logically we will realize that we are always supporting some form of animal exploitation by buying those products and having a pet at home only adds to the contradiction it is like you you're saying that you know oh i love my child and i can beat my child uh, whenever i want as long as I, i'm loving my child the other comment that i hear from people is consuming animal products including dairy is my personal choice and i agree it is everyone's personal choice if you want to go to work and you have a choice of taking a cab or driving there yourself or using a public transport or walking it's just your choice and the same choice is available to animals the animals have a choice whether they want to die so they can be food for you for next day and they surely don't want to die and that's their choice as much as we respect our choice can we respect their choice as well their choice to live the other aspect of choice is we all have a choice to decide how we want to lead our life it has to be qualified by the impact our choices have on the environment the impact our choices have on others and we know the impact of meat and dairy industry on the environment we know that it takes 1000 liters of water to make 1 liter of milk now imagine if one person decides to consume 1 liter of milk per month less so if this person consumes 5 liters in a month if he decides to reduce it just by 20% 25% and just consume 1 liter less milk a month that's 12 liters of milk not consumed by one person that saves 12000 liters of water per year per person and you can imagine the impact of this one simple change on the environment if just 1 million people around the world decide to have 1 liter less of a milk in a month you are looking at saving 12 billion liters of water annually that's 12 billion liters of water annually saved just by 1 million people consuming 1 liter less milk in a month and there are so many such examples where every person can have a huge impact on the environment by making small lifestyle changes and it doesn't have to be drastic change we can start from our daily choices when it comes to our food and we will have a huge impact on our environment and on the animals that we share this planet with the last objection that i would share here is people say well i like my cheese too much or i like the taste of my meat and that's that's a fair argument as long as it doesn't impact a living being and in this case obviously you are impacting the life of another 
living being by making a choice that your taste buds are more important than the life of someone else and that someone else does want to live. And I think in most cases, people don't see the connection. How do we morally justify our taste buds, our eating preferences over the right of another living being to live? And it becomes very, very difficult to justify when people are confronted with this fact and they realize that their choices are actually making the are being made at the cost of someone else's life. And I think that is where people can draw the line, is are my taste buds more important than the right to live of another being? And in most cases, I think the answer is very clear and sometimes people want to conveniently ignore the answer or they believe that how much difference it is going to make just by me turning vegetarian or me turning a vegan and the answer is very simple. Even if it is just one person, it makes a huge difference because for you, it may not make a, make a whole impact in the world, but for that one animal, you have made a world of a difference. And I think that's pretty significant to remember. So that kind of concludes the three major objections that I hear from people about why they are not trying vegan diet or why they are not considering plant-based diet or why they would want to continue to make the choices they're making when it comes to animal products. The list can go on and there are many, many more objections. We can cover those in some other podcast. In the meantime, this is your host Vaibhav signing off. Please stay safe. If you like this podcast, do subscribe and until the next one comes, kia ka, stay strong, stay safe.